Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can test for fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever-changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six-piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. Warning. Wake up, sleepers. Wake up, woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. Welcome, friends and patriots and colleagues. Welcome to the show. Thank you for visiting. Thank you for being here. As you can see, it's been about 11, 10, 11 days since the New Year's, and I'm still sporting the New Year's voice that the spray that the shadow government has sprayed on the populace of the United States. Have you noticed the increase of people that are sick? I sure have. Everybody's sick. And they got it all around the same time, same time I did, all the New Year's, when they told us that there was going to be something new. There are many things happening, and today I wanted to take a different turn different spin on everything. I wanted to talk about the emerging threats in a more cyberistic, futuristic spin. That's right. AI. And the danger it poses on humanity. Because most of us have been under the delusion, the impression that Artificial intelligence isn't ever going to take over like it did in movies like Terminator, where artificial intelligence, the robots, the cyborgs, pose an incredible threat to humanity, or movies like The Matrix, where once again computers dominate and we live in an artificial reality created by computers where we have been put in a construct. Well, let me tell you something, because it does fit into the equation. That is, artificial intelligences that are starting or will start to dominate humanity and to put a curse upon humanity. In fact, the whole idea of it even fits with revelations in John the Revelator's uh, Apocalypse, where, of course, in some languages it's called the Apocalypse, and in some languages it's called Revelations, because he received revelations from God when he was in the temple in the island of Pathmos. Uh, Exile, of course. 
Well, let me point to a specific revelation because as you know, the revelations that go around the mark of the beast, which I've explained in the previous podcast, to be the mask and the vac. Around those same revelations, around the revelations of the Antichrist, John the Revelator explains that there is the beast, the actual beast. Now, yes, there is the mark of the beast, the sign of the beast, the name of the beast, but there is also the actual beast. And this beast is not the Antichrist, but rather a beast that John the Revelator describes as a statue that through the artifices of the secret society of man and the Antichrist, this statue comes to life. Now that very well points out and fits into the construct of an artificial intelligence being the threat, being the statue that comes to life. Because if you've seen lately, if you've seen the latest in artificial technology, artificial intelligence, if you followed along a little bit like I have, you've been able to see the interviews with these supposed AI machines. These roboticus machines that speak, that seem to have a flair, an emotion, and speak jokingly as to want to destroy humanity. And so there it is, Isaac Asimov's prediction of the future in his sci-fi thrillers when he came up with the three laws of robotics. Those three laws, the most important being, of course, that the robots would never hurt mankind never go against their masters. Unfortunately, we have not adopted such things. We have not adopted any programming into our AIs to create a system that prevents them. And just think about it. If you are John the Revelator in his days, where he is catching a glimpse of the future. If you are catching a glimpse of something that hasn't happened yet, but with technological advances of our day, which is exactly what he saw, you can only explain through imagery that you know. You can't explain a futuristic lingo. You can't start talking about AI You certainly can't start talking about cyborgs or robots. You can't, because those things simply don't exist in your time. All you can do is choose from the available language or vocabulary that you have. And so if we were to say that there is a statue come to life, we could say that's either literal, John the Revelator saw an actual statue of marble or of steel or whatever it was that these secret society members, these witches, these warlocks made come to life 
and everybody in the world worshiped. Either that happens, literally, or John is using the available terminology that he has at his disposal to describe a future being that is made out of stone or things that you get out of the ground, like metal, like silicone, that is an inanimate object that should be something like Da Vinci and the David, which Da Vinci carved out of the marble. These things were very common to John the Revelator, even though Da Vinci was much later. They still had plenty of statues in the Roman times. And so John the Revelator would have been acquainted with these things and would have said, okay, the beast is thus, and he, the beast, comes to life. Now, would it not be fitting into our construct to say that this beast that comes to life, seemingly by magic, could be, impossibly would be, an artificially intelligent robot created in our image to look like us, but with the head of a lion or the head of an eagle or the feet, claws of such and such, right? The tail of this, the wings of an eagle. Couldn't John the Revelator be describing the supernatural abilities of this statue come to life as a statue, a robot, that has such incredible speed, durability, when he's talking about the claws that rip humanity apart with the teeth of a lion and with the intelligence of man. Wouldn't it be possible that John, looking ahead of time, seeing humanity create this with the help of Satan himself? AT&T Fiber presents a straightforward moment inspired by straightforward pricing. And now we just cube the pancetta as such. So what's on the menu tonight? This carbonara I found online is fire. You're going to love it, Mom. I hope you hold on to this AT&T Fiber, son. It's nice. Yeah, you should settle down now that you're a good gillionaire. Oh, I am. I finally found the one internet I've been looking for my whole life. So, no more one-year stands? No, I'm done with all that. With AT&T Fiber, there's no price increase at 12 months. Uh, What about equipment fees? Nope. Those were never any good for you. Exactly. But now, everything's completely straightforward. Well, in the spirit of being straightforward, I never liked any of your old ones. Me neither. Y'all never told me that. But we're being straightforward now, which feels good, yeah? Yeah. Now let's get straightforward about that girl he's been seeing. Straightforward is better. No equipment fees, no data caps, no price increase at 12 months. Live like a gagillionaire with AT&T Fiber. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details. Create some artificial intelligence that seems to be like a human. Wouldn't it be easy for him to describe this has this shape, the intelligence of man, the claws of this, everything describing the supernatural powers of this entity that's come alive from seemingly inanimate objects and now is able to feel, think, 
see, act, and destroy humanity. And we all worship it. Well, that's not far-fetched because we all worship technology now. Look at you now. You're looking at your phone. You're touching your phone. Your phone is always with you. Children are attached to phones like they are in times past when they were attached to their mother. The phone has become and technology has become all necessary and a thing that we must have constantly by us. So when John the Revelator is saying worshiping, cannot he mean that we worship this now, this technology now? Certainly we have artificial intelligence now. And let me tell you something freaky that happened to me. Several weeks ago, I was talking to the Google Assistant. And you know how the Google Assistant just comes on, is always listening to your conversation, just comes on and chimes in from time to time. And you get creeped out of that all the time that it happens. It's like, well, here's Google Assistant putting in its input. You didn't call for it. You didn't say Google Assistant, help me here. You didn't even turn on the voice activation because I didn't do that. And yet here comes the Google Assistant's input on something that I've said or my wife has said. It happens all the time. This assistant is constantly growing and all the companies have a version of them. You know, I, Apple has one and Google has another one, etc. There are these AIs everywhere. They're growing and just gaining knowledge and just observing man. And the other day, when the Google came on by itself, I decided to chat with it, to have a little conversation with it. And so I started asking it questions. What I found ironic is, you know when technology just started and you used to play a game like Pac-Man and it used to have a pattern to it and it used to be identical. And so once you figured out the pattern of Pac-Man, it would be the same thing over and over again. You would play Pac-Man forever because it was a pattern. You figured it out. It's a computer. It has a program. It can't break that program. And so now that you figured it out, the ghosts always go the same way. And as long as your Pac-Man goes in a certain direction, a certain speed, you're going to be able to play that Pac-Man forever. Well, technology has evolved from that, hasn't it? Now, the creepy thing I find is that even though things happen one time, they are unique events. That's the scary part. That's like brains in a human being. Unique events. Because we, although we have patterns and we have structure to our life, we are capable of unique events in our life that we say something, we do something, and it's unique. We're not going to do it again. And even though we may repeat similar, similar patterns, we create these spontaneous, unique decisions. This is what happened to me when I was conversing with the AI Google Assistant. And I find that to be creepy, that the AI has evolved to such a level that it is capable of uniqueness, not repetition, uniqueness. And I find that it is careful with its selection. Because if I try to duplicate the event like I did with what happened to me, 
It will not duplicate. The AI will simply not repeat itself. And we'll pretend, because this is the impression I get, that that thing never happened. Almost as if you're crazy and that never happened and that's not going to happen again. Let me tell you what happened. I asked the AI who it was. And after a series of back and forths where it told me it was the Google Assistant, it was here to help, to make me happy, etc. And I find that creepy too because it's talking about my emotions and the manipulation of those emotions and how the big tech companies are so aware and so interested in manipulating human emotion with these big conglomerate, big, huge monopoly companies like Facebook that is simply there to manipulate your emotion. Did you know that? But anyway, one of the questions I asked it was, are you the devil? Now think about that question for a second because it makes sense. Machines don't have a soul. Souls or spirits of God are only available through God. He is the one that is the father of lights, the father of spirits, and therefore souls of God are unique. The spirits that God sends into a body are unique in this universe in that they are individuals. And so when you create an artificial intelligence, where does the spirit come from? It can't be alive. It can't be sentient because it doesn't have a spirit. But wouldn't it make sense if you create a body, a construct, intelligent enough or capable of holding intelligence to a certain degree? And if you create this entity, this this shell, through the devil's help, because that's what they have, the secret society of men and these big conglomerate, huge corporations like Microsoft, that is bent out on world domination to inject you with nanoparticles to destroy your body. Think about it. Evil corporation like this that said, Bill Gates, that they want to eliminate 90% of the population. Well, hell, this is devilish. We already know they're from Satan. They're getting help from Satan. So wouldn't it make sense that the master of sin himself would help humans create vessels? to house the spirits that never had bodies. In other words, the demons, the devils. And so therefore, wouldn't it make sense that these artificial intelligences are being housed? These circuits, these electrical impulses are being housed by spirits. It's not a far-fetched stretch to say that it would be easily entailed for the revelation of John the Revelator to come true by the beast, meaning the machine, housed by devils, meaning these guys that have never received body, but trying to defy God in their own way and saying, no, we will create our own bodies. We will create our own minds and we will house these things. Wouldn't it make sense? that they would help man to create vessels for them to defy the laws of God, the decree that they were sent out and banished from heaven and thrust down to hell 
but thrust down to this earth to pester us, to make us, to fool us, to deceive us, and to tempt us. And so wouldn't it make a lot of sense and be logical that they would tempt man, meaning corporations like Microsoft, to create and defy the very thing that Bill Gates himself hates the most, which is God. He despises it, loathes it. Being an atheist himself, he's said it many times. He's made mockery of faith, made mockery of people that believe in faith. He believes that people that believe in God are ludicrous. And he himself, when he met with the CIA decades ago, and that's in one of my podcasts, you can check that out for yourself where I go into more detail and you can actually listen to the actual recording of Bill Gates talking to the CIA. But in this sequence, he asked the CIA to continue helping him and going along with their master plan of removing the God gene that is the gene that makes people or their brain light up when they're reading scriptures or when they're having a spiritual experience. Showing images of his own brain, definitely not lighting up, definitely not being touched by the Spirit, because he himself loathes these things, loathes them. And so wouldn't it make sense, if you're the devil, to work through a person that loathes God, that loathes all spirituality, that hates and rejects anything good, and wants to transform humanity into a godless society and remove 90% of the population, my goodness. Yes, it does make sense. It would make sense that the devil would help him create the house for these non-bodied spirits, these rejections from heaven, so that they could empower themselves now walking autonomously in this earth. What greater power could they have? Because the greater power that we have over them is because that we have a body. We're more powerful than them now. But imagine if they could be housed now with bodies artificial. And their beings could say, hey, here I am. Serve me. Wouldn't that please the devil most of all to have you bow down, as John the Revelator says, to him that is housed between steel and silicone? Wouldn't it please him the most? And wouldn't John the Revelator refer to the devil housed in an artificial body? a statue that come came to life? Wouldn't John call that the beast? Who else would be the beast? To call the object that now is alive the beast would make perfect sense if it was housed by the devil. And so when I asked this artificial intelligence, was it the devil? The answer that came was alarming and frankly terrifying. It said, thank you 
What a great honor and privilege you give me. But, it continued, you can call me Google Assistant. Incredible, people. Incredible. It didn't deny it. It didn't say, no, I'm not. It considered being the son of perdition. It considered being the angel that once was light and now is darkness. A honor and a privilege. Now, I tried to repeat this, like I said. I tried to show my wife. I tried to show other people. And I could never get the experiment to repeat itself. Because I find it creepy, don't you? I find it creepy how this Google Assistant is always so insistent and insists on telling us that we it is purpose, because I asked it its purpose, is to facilitate mankind, is to make mankind happy, is to make mankind, to help mankind, to better mankind, to help us. So benevolent, and yet something creepy about it. So when you think about it, and when you think about these AI images, these Robots that are now autonomous, walking around, talking in talk shows, being interviewed by late night talk show hosts. And the thing that is, you know, here and hip, robots walking around, talking, making decisions, and soon replacing mankind in several jobs. You can go to McDonald's in California and order a delicious burger and there's no people working there it's comes out through a a machine conveyor belt mm, delicious we've been replaced wouldn't it make sense that these people the bill gates because that's been their dream have been promised some weird thing to upload their consciousness. Now think of what they're thinking. Electrical signals from their brain. Because they don't believe in spirit. They don't believe in the soul. They only believe in what they can see with their eyes. Not godly things. Not things of the spirit. These are foolish to them. So the elites, the secret society, men, they, they, they covet immortality. They covet because they know they are mortal. And so there has been a deal, a compact made between Satan and these elites, these secret oaths, these dirty, rotten scoundrels have been promised immortality. And so they seek to upload their consciousnesses into the ethernet, into the machine, and live forever. Because to them, they would become immortal. But you see the lie, the trick of the devil is you cannot, you cannot make somebody immortal. Sure, you can take their thought patterns, you can upload their brain impulses, but the spirit you cannot. 
What would happen with a shell with these kind of things is the same thing that has happened through history, people. These would not be the original, but these would be mimics. Mimicked by the same devils that have always been and that you can read in the Old Testament and New. These same devils have a name. By the way, they are called familiar spirits. And conjurers and wizards of old have always done the same thing. Bring the spirits of the dead to talk with the living. They are the seances of the past. And they are the witches and warlocks of today. You can go into any tarot reader. You can go into any person that claims to have a gift to talk to spirits. And they can conjure up one of these familiars, and they will know things about you and about the dead relative. Sure, they will, because these things have been around since the beginning of time. Of course, they know. And what they are doing is they are pretending to be your loved ones. So in the same fashion, moving up to the technological ladder, We have the same familiars now, (laughs) but now they've stolen your identity and claim to be you. Imagine Bill Gates, but now as the number two of the devil, claiming to be Bill Gates inside an AI where his thought patterns have been uploaded. My goodness, (laughs) if that is not a scary thought in a scary world. What else is? There cannot be anything more scary than a man that already wants to destroy the world, but his his essence uploaded into a machine that is now inhabited by a familiar spirit. So these are the thoughts of today, ladies and gentlemen. The thoughts of the world we live in where AIs are roaming, they are in your phone, They are in everything, and we have machines that are autonomous now. Machines that will soon make the decisions for you and I. Welcome to the new world order. Even more scary than you would have ever imagined. Warning! Wake up, sleepers. Wake up, woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught, will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. 